Hello and welcome back to the newest episode of the Time Podcast. Today, for the very first time, person-to-person interview. So I'm utmost excited to see, first of all, how it technically works out, but second of all, also how we talk to not talk to each other. So we'll see how it goes. Welcome on the show, Barbara. Thank you so much, Tim. It's a pleasure to be here. Super exciting to have you. And um, this is the second time we're recording, but the first time in person. So thanks again for, for making the time to contribute your experience that you have with the time uh, program and the time community. And obviously also about yourself. That's what we want to start with. But before we go into all the nitty gritty of business, let's talk about travel first. Would love to know what is one of the destinations that is still on your list that you have traveled to that you now will approach very soon because the borders are back open. Oh, I would love to take my little daughter to Lapland to meet Santa Claus. <laughs> it's always been a dream of mine, and um, I would just love to see her face light up. Of course, I want to meet Santa Claus too. Um, and uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll get to take her over there in coming year or so. That's, that's very exciting, and um, I definitely will get a little phone book of wishes ready for you um, that you can hand over to Santa Claus. And uh, in case he wants uh, to travel to Australia, please. Only if you've been a good boy, Timo. All the time, all <laughs> the time. I hope my mum is not listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that's great to hear. Um, and um, I really like, I really like that. Um, you take your daughter with you as well. How old is she? She's a year and a half. Yeah, and a half. A little okay. bit older. Okay. So you're experiencing was she the first child? Yes. Wonderful. So you now have the challenge of uh, being a mum, but also being in a career. Absolutely. Wonderful. How does that work with travel and COVID and everything? How will the last two years been for you? Do you know what? It has been a little challenging. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I think for for all of us out there, it's about juggling all those balls and keeping all of those balls in the sky and it's something I often use as a metaphor um, not only in my work when I'm seeing clients one-on-one but certainly in mentoring that um, you know we have these glass balls that we're continuously juggling in our lives and they have all the different characters and roles that we play whether that be mother, colleague, manager, um, you know brother, sister, daughter, whatever it might be, the list goes on. And the one that has self written all over it, that is the most important ball. And if you drop that ball, um, all the rest come tumbling down. If you can manage to keep self up in the air and you're juggling all the rest, which is a challenge, um, then we we play a better role um, across every aspect of our lives. And you just mentioned one-on-one sessions with your clients. Um, so for those of you who don't know you that well, and today is obviously a new episode of Meet the Mentor, um, what exactly do you do? So I am a strategic psychotherapist, um, and I run a business called um, The Mind Coach. Um, a branch of that is called The Travel Industry Mind Coach, um, where I work very closely with corporate, um, particularly the travel industry. I've spent 15 years working within travel and tourism um, and so I, I basically teach um, and coach and mentor um, people's strategies in ways to manage their own thought, manage their own mind, um, control their emotions, their feelings um, and just be the best person that they can be really. I love that it's such valuable work that you're doing there and um, I think it's also pretty much in line with what time offers in general to, to maintain. Um, but before we talk about that a bit more, how did you actually get in touch with time? It was the first time you heard about a community, and what was what was your first experience? 
I've known about Twine for many years, you know, um, obviously being in the industry for over 15 years now, um, I've had many different connections with, with Time. Um, I've put um, people on the program that I used to work with um, just because I know how valuable the program is. Um, it's essential for people if they want to progress um, as an individual and grow as an individual to have a mentor, to have a coach, to have somebody that holds them accountable actually for their own um, strategies for, for things that they want to implement moving forward and helps guide them along the way. Um, so I haven't known about time for a very long time, <laughs> no pun intended, um, and I, um, I put a lot of uh, people through it. Awesome, that's, that's great to hear, and um, you're obviously being a mentor and helping people you know, to grow within their careers, but also grow their personalities. How do you approach that? What is, what is the starting point for you to, to start a mentor-mentee relationship? Um, look, a strong... Um, relationship is absolutely key. Um, to be really open, honest, and transparent, um, I think it's is fundamental. Anything if you want to work with anybody, we're all people, and people need people. Um, but I think asking challenging questions um, would have to be something that I enjoy doing because for the individual that's the receiver of the question. Um, it really makes them stop for a moment and think and almost have an aha moment. When you're able to see things from different perspectives or different vantage points or viewpoints, you're able to see things more holistically and we can all become trapped in you know, tunnel vision thinking, especially when we get bogged down or stressed or um, you know, if concern and worry tends to take over. Um, so it's nice to have a conversation and just look at things from different perspectives. No, I agree, and, and you know, the question can really set a focus to something that uh, oneself has not been aware of. Sometimes it's, it's a small question, it has a very long-lasting outcome, actually. Um, why do you think it is probably better or important to have an external mentor versus someone in the company? Because they can teach you different things, new things, um, Sometimes people within your organisation will be living up to that organisation's um, values or its mission statement or, or whatever that company or organisation stands for, um, which is very important, hugely important, in fact. But it just makes everybody think sort of in the same way, which is what the business or the organisation wants. But for us to be able to think of things from a different perspective, it's nice to work with somebody outside of the organisation so that you can see things a little bit more holistically. I agree there. Um, I think networking is one of the other big parts or opportunities that Time offers to its community, not only mentees, but also once people have graduated. Obviously, the community continues to meet and to network and to assist each other. Um, what is your intake on, on networking in general? Do you have some amazing tips for those who are new to networking? Probably a bit scared, you know. I remember my first time function, especially. I went into the room, I did not know anyone apart from one person. It's been a scary moment. Yeah, look, I think networking is a fundamental part of anybody's success um, in their personal growth, um, in their professional growth. Um, the ability to go into a room and meet people and network um, is it's, it's just empowering. Um, there are two different sides of the coin on this. People will walk into a room and just 
oh, I hate it. The thought of making a small talk with somebody or sparking up conversation or remembering people's names, oh, that's a challenge in itself sometimes. Um, but those that are able to silence those unhelpful thoughts and walk into a room and really be interested in who is in that room and what their story is or what I could learn from you or maybe you could learn from me or what we could share together, That's, that sort of stuff is invaluable. And um, if you can somehow break down the barrier of silencing the thoughts that aren't helpful and looking at networking from a different perspective, a helpful perspective, that um, enjoy the enjoyment and fulfillment that you get from it. I've made some fantastic friends from um, the travel industry and networking events that I've been to. Um, and I definitely would have never progressed in my career or certainly had the opportunities that I have had um, if I hadn't ever networked. Mm, absolutely. Um, you mentioned sometimes remembering people's names is a difficult part of networking. I have to admit, I'm so terrible. I'm great at remembering faces. I know, okay, two years later, I saw you there and there. A lot of times, I really struggle with the names. <laughs> Any insights? Oh. Anything I can do to improve? Hi, mate. <laughs> Hello, lovely. Good to see you. No, do you know what? I'm just really honest. Like, everybody knows that people forget people's names, and I think you're more honest. The more honest you are with it, the better. Um, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry I forgot your name. Um, or do you know what? Sometimes people remember names by little um, rhymes or jokes or associated yeah, right. with the, the person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. I haven't tried that one. Maybe for the next time event coming up soon, I will definitely, <laughs> I will definitely try that Good one. Good luck. Oh, for sure. Um, what was your first travel job, actually? The first travel um, job was a travel advisor. Um, yeah, probably back six, uh, yeah, over fifteen years ago. Wow. And then I sort of um, progressed up into management. Um, I lived abroad. I lived in London for five years, and um, opened up um, Abercrombie and Kent's um, High Street flagship office there, which was fantastic. Um, and Kawoni, one of Kawoni's as well. Sure, if you're familiar with the brand, <laughs> yeah, good. Um, and uh, then when I came back to Australia, um, Club Med, um, I went for and really enjoyed taking um, you know clients overseas, um, exposing them to the gorgeous resorts. Um, and, but most recently, um, um, my sort of most senior post was um, head of sales at Wendy Wood Tours. Um, and after I finished up my position there, I went on to travel at the Institute of Applied Psychology. And now here I am today working in mind coaching. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all very intertwined. Lovely. And obviously specifically for, for travel mind coaching. Yes, well. correct. Absolutely. That's, that's great. Um, what, is, what, is, what is in for you for this year, for 2022? Obviously, we're opening up. You know, the time community starts to meet in person again. We meet in person to podcast. Um, what's in for, for you for this year? Oh, there's so much opportunity. Um, look, I just think going out and just helping the industry recover, um, mm -hmm. being part of the recovery plan, um, I think that's going to be very big for me personally for the next uh, year or two. Um, being able to share strategies, techniques with people about how to reach their full potential, how to break down barriers, how to silence um, unhelpful thoughts um, and just get the businesses back on track, mm -hmm. yeah, without listening to all the negative stuff because the negative stuff isn't helpful. 
Definitely. I'm a, I'm a big supporter of hashtag positivity. My staff probably laughs as soon as they hear that because <laughs> they probably can't hear it anymore. But it does make a difference. You know, you can look at things positively or negatively and positive definitely makes it more enjoyable. That's for sure. And I think one way how you actually achieve the, you know, the goal that you just mentioned of helping people getting back on track, getting back in business is obviously you being a mentor at the time program. Um, which is amazing. So every mentee who um, is lucky enough to have you as, as their mentor on a fortnightly basis, um, they will be definitely benefiting from, from all your knowledge and your expertise. Yeah, I'd love to um, share. Who do you think is, is suitable for the time program? Who should apply? Oh, look, anybody really. Um, I don't think anybody ever stops learning and stops growing. I think it really depends on where you are in your career, um, your experience level, your age. Um, there's so, so many different elements of criteria um, but that I think is what's one of the wonderful things about the time program that it, it marries up um, the right mentor with the right mentee um, so I, I don't think it matters if you want to grow if you want to develop as a person and certainly within your business within your organization um, get on board <laughs> well, absolutely and a lot of people actually don't know the, what you just briefly mentioned the matching process in the background actually takes quite some time and it's done with a lot of thought around it to really see who matches with who best and for whatever reasons. And obviously in the application process, there's a bit of a breakdown of, of what goals are expected or what, what are the ideal outcomes of a session like, um, of a program like, like the time program. And um, I, for example, had someone that came from the complete opposite range of, of business office. Um, which was so interesting to see because you know if you combine that knowledge and you know be able to get the middle ground, mm -hmm. such a helpful experience for sure, for sure. Um, thank you for being here. That's all right. Thank you for having me. No, no, absolutely. Anytime and hopefully much more often in a one-to-one -one scenario. Um, so much more fun than online, actually. I have to. I have to admit, <laughs> it's been so nice talking to a human in person. Oh, you mean me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for being here. I'll see you soon. Yeah, you as well. Take care.